Welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am KK the Human. And I'm Laura, also the human. This is Chapter 1.22, Henchmen, boarded by Luther McLaurin and Cole Sanchez. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we learn that this vamp's base is worse than her bite. Uh, This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time, including the Distant Lands special Obsidian. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now. When Marceline, the vampire queen, spots Finn and Jake out adventuring, she decides she wants to mess with them. Drawn by the sound of crying, Finn finds Marceline tormenting an old man who must obey her every whim as her henchman. Finn's horrified and manages to convince Marceline to let the old man go. taking his place. Now honor-bound to follow the vampire's command, Marceline forces Finn to break into an old man's house and hold the victim down as she leans in to drink his red, red bow tie. The old man is overjoyed, much preferring white to red. Relieved but confused, Finn's concerns grow again when Marceline raises an army of skeletons from a graveyard to storm the Duke of Nuts castle. Finn runs ahead to warn them, but the Duke and Duchess seem unconcerned. In fact, they're excited. It turns out that Marceline was booked to perform for their son's birthday party. Finn's caught on to the fact that Marceline's orders are never as bad as they seem, but when she tasks him with slaying an adorable dimpled plant, he still can't go through with it. Then the plant grows into a giant, horrifying monster that swallows him. Marceline admonishes him for hesitating, but swoops into the rescue. By the next day, Finn is totally down for whatever commands Marceline has for him. Overhearing this, Jake concludes that Marceline has hypnotized and corrupted his friend. Jake leaps out and throws garlic at the vampire. She drops her umbrella, writhing as the sun burns her flesh. Finn tries to explain to Jake, but he's dead set on saving him and stakes Marceline through the chest, who explodes into a cloud of smoke. Finn thanks Jake for facing his fear and saving him. After Jake's left, however, he picks up the umbrella and lets bat Marceline out of his backpack. Marceline frees Finn and says she owes him one, thus beginning a long friendship. Oh, Marceline. Oh, Marceline, I'm just, I'm just so happy to have her back. I feel like Marceline is so popular for a reason. Every episode she's in almost always is like at least 20% better, <laughs> but <laughs> we don't get get her a lot, especially in these early seasons. So I just really relish getting to have some time with our vampire. Hey, Laura, what was your favorite part of the episode? I think my favorite part was when, you know, they break into the old man's house and they suck out the bow, the bow ties red. After they're flying away, Marceline's just like, hey, Finn, did that guy's bow tie look kind of like a bra? <laughs> he is so embarrassed. He has no idea how to even respond. And she's just laughing at his awkward his preteen awkwardness it's beautiful she's a sapphic icon for sure absolutely what's your favorite bit my favorite part is this like the the bow tie guy's name his name is eberhardt voiced by tom kinney 
the Ice King. When uh, did they mention his name? I don't know, but the wiki clued me in. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, he has all these pictures of his, like, giant wife in the background. It's like this rich backstory for a character that appears once. And he's, you know, when he's like, I was married once. So it's some tragic history with his old giant wife. <laughs> I just really like that level of detail for a, a one-off bit. It's it's funny because I think Adventure Time, especially in later seasons, is really good about having stories with background details, but they're almost always like tragedies to do with the Mushroom War and like survivors slowly starving to death in various locations. So the fact that they applied it for a kind of silly one-off comedy character is pretty great. I like the white bow tie, but honestly, I think I like the red bow tie better. I'm neutral. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I, I feel, listen, there's a place for a tasteful, simple bow tie, but I like fun bow ties. I like ones with a little bit of character, you know? She's wearing, a, I feel like, an unusual outfit for Marceline. It's like more femme than I'm used to from her. It is. It's very um, Halloween store witch. <laughs> like, you know, like a skimpy kind of black dress with a, a cute little umbrella, black umbrella thing. Yeah, like a tattered dress with, like, the stripey tights. Yeah, I don't know. It, it very much reminds me of the Wicked Witch of the West or East. I get them mixed up a bit, I'll be honest. <laughs> Marceline has a couple of powers in this uh, episode that I don't think come back. Like, when she zaps Finn's arms to, like, curl up on themselves. And then when she um, raises the skeleton army. Okay, so... Skeleton army. No, I don't think we ever see her do that again. But we do know that in her Marshall Lee, Fiona and Cake story, she has Marshall do that. Um, so it just might be something that she doesn't bother with very much. Yeah, I guess I've always assumed that the only like extra powers she has besides her demon powers came from the uh, the cast of vampires from Stakes. But I guess I never really thought about the fact that she very well could have been staking other vampires that had powers like raise the undead or something like that. I'm kind of in two, in two minds about that because A, yeah, that makes sense. She mentions that she's like, that she pretty much killed out the entire species. And obviously I don't think that vampires are like, the biggest species ever, but that's definitely got to have been more than, like, six vampires, right? Well, but she's um, killing vampires all over the place, but they're just, they just seem like, I don't know, normies without yeah, they seem like, powers. Yeah, because when, she, when her powers get sucked out of her and they reconstitute, like, they only make those six vampires, right? Oh, right, vampires. right, right. That's right. So, either, so there's, I don't know, it's possible... That she killed a whole bunch of special vampires but didn't suck their souls out? I don't think she figured that out until The Fool, right? Oh, that's right. That's like her first um, hint that she can do that. Yeah, it's also possible that the raising the dead comes from her dad. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. That does seem like it would be in his wheelhouse, doesn't it? Certainly. So, A, I think... I don't know. I, I get the sense that raising an undead army just isn't something that she uses very much, unless it's just to troll people. Because um, <laughs> it's a pretty good troll ability. The arm bending thing. Yeah, I mean, is it possible that she was just essentially doing placebo effect on Finn? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, she does have the ability to control people's minds. 
She does have the ability to control people's minds, which to our knowledge, she has never actually used. Which is cool of her. She's not mean. She's just a thousand years old and has lost track of her moral code. Yeah, but even her, like, you know, sure, she'll... She'll definitely mess with somebody, but she's not going to control their personal anatomy like that, right? Yep. Good for Marceline. Because if it was bubblegum, I don't think we could say the same thing. No, I think we'd be in a very bad place if if Princess Bubblegum could control minds. But (laughs) thankfully, no. (laughs) Speaking about uh, Marceline and being completely iconic, we get her the first appearance of her absolutely wonderful bass. Oh man, rest in peace though. I'm I'm I it's sad for me that she got rid of that in Obsidian. I mean, I, I mean, know it's a part of the character and like it symbolizes her letting go of certain parts of her past, but I'm still sad. Yeah, I know. It, it I think it's you're, you're it's fine to feel kind of mixed feelings about something like that. Personally, something I like about it is it looks very much like a Lapras, you know, a double-headed axe mm-hmm. and that's a sapphic symbol. Hey, hey, yeah, it's, I mean, it's even on the lesbian flag, right? Or at least one of the lesbian flags. One of the so. lesbian flags. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, sack my nuts. Yeah, so, someone who <laughs> wishes to sack the nut castle. <laughs> I feel like I'm 12 when I say that, but I mean, the audience, the, the authors clearly were too, so. <laughs> uh, and then the Duke of Nuts, or I'm, the yeah, the Duke of Nuts never really comes back, I think, until the very last, maybe the very last episode, literally. It's um, weird, right? Because we get, like, two episodes of him in season one where she he seems like he's gearing up to be a relatively common recurring character, and then, poof! I guess someone sacked his nutcastle. I guess so. I guess so. Did you like her song? I want to suck out your eyeballs and rip out your throat? It's a little intense, Marcy. It's a little intense, but they seem to be digging it. <laughs> so, and then wasn't there also a line like, you look so cute floating in your little boat? Yeah, it's called the Fisherman Song, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Did she, like, base that after a single fisherman she decided to mess with, like, a hundred years ago or something? Uh, God, I hope so. <laughs> I, I don't know that this one's going on uh, Marceline's Greatest Hits album, though. No, I, I I don't think so. I I don't think I've heard it even once in any of the Marceline compilations that have uh, been on YouTube. So make of that what you will. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Jake, our good boy dog Jake, who faces his fear of vampires in this episode, a fear that does come back in later seasons. And I'm both very proud of him for being so protective of his brother, but also like, Dude, you almost flat out killed her. <laughs> like, really? Came very close to killing Marceline. And it's honestly pretty messed up. Like, it looks painful when she's dying. Like, legitimately painful. Yeah, and she's like bubbling over and her flesh is cracking and Ugh. boiling. Ugh. And, okay, if I had any gripe with this episode is I don't think the ending resolution makes very much sense. <laughs> Like, we very clearly see Jake stab her and she explodes into into mist. And then, like, a minute later, Finn's like, nope, she was a bat and in my backpack. And I'm like, how did that happen? Right, and I think she says something like, that was genius, Finn. And it's like, at what point did they discuss this plan? Yeah, what was Finn like, okay, listen, 
Uh, I know Jake very well. He's definitely going to try to kill you. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Which, in fairness, does sound like something he might discuss. And in fairness, Jake has been trying to kill Marceline all episode and just chickens out every time. He does just chicken out. But if anything, that would make me think that uh, Finn was like, yeah, we don't need to worry about him. <laughs> hey, man, she's a radical dame who likes to play games. I like to play games, too. Video games, mostly, but also board games. Yeah, I'm a board game boy myself i like her umbrella a lot it's a uh, very goth it is very goth doesn't that come back i think so well i feel like that's her standard there is definitely an episode where she's carrying um, an umbrella at least one other one i don't know if it's this specific one or not i feel like it comes up a lot because obviously if you need to have an episode where she's hanging out with people in the day she needs something a little something something and then there's the episode where her umbrella is out of reach, so she throws a tree through Princess Bubblegum's house that she's been using as an umbrella. <laughs> I mean, when you're super strong, you might as well. I guess the only other thing that I really take away from this episode, it's probably the most straightforward moral we've had for the entire season so far. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's basically just don't judge a book by its cover. Even if somebody seems mean, they could actually be nice. You know? Yeah, I guess so. It's a weird moral, though, because it's not quite don't judge on appearance because Marceline is intentionally messing with someone. It's not like she, you know, is just have a just has a deceptive appearance or something. Well, maybe it's something like people who act mean are sometimes nice. (laughs) That's not a great moral. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know. I love season one of Adventure Time so much. Uh, I mean, it's very fun. Sometimes a little light on the analysis, but very fun. (laughs) So, KK, my dearest KK, what media rec do you have for us today? I would like to formally uh, recommend the TV show and movie What We Do in the Shadows. It is a Taika Waititi, Jermaine Clement production and they're uh they're both in the movie which came first and it's just very brilliant like awkward new zealand humor and the premise is that it's a bunch of vampires who live in modern day and have invited a a documentary crew to like document their lifestyle as vampires and it's oh it is so delightful and so funny and i really recommend it to anyone so, so here's the thing. I haven't seen the series yet. I've been meaning to check it out. Love the film. And my favorite thing is it's such a good lampooning of the premise of, you know, mockumentary comedies where, you know, the characters are on the screen and they're ta- talking about, I don't know, affairs they're having or, you know, awful things they've done at work, which no person would ever actually talk about on camera only it's to the extreme now of these vampires are telling about their secret feeding rituals or the dark magics that they're using to summon the devil or whatever (laughs) and it's great it's wonderful (laughs) all right well thank you very much for joining kk and laura the humans on come along with me if you have any thoughts about the show shoot us an email at adventuretimepod at gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter at come along with me where the last e is a three and instagram TikTok, and Tumblr at Adventure Time Pod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands.